0: Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Don't mind me, I'm just passing through. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Miss. As believers in the Elohim of Israel, where do we belong and to whom? Let's talk about it.
0: If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpiltorah.com. Follow us on redpiltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts.
1: And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Illinois and Germany. Listen out for Red Piltorah on a radio station near you. Tim, let's talk about traveling. Okay. I'm really glad that the COVID restrictions have been relaxed. It's good to be able to visit family and friends, actually see smiling faces again, and just travel for fun if you want to.
0: Yeah, it's nice to travel. You know, seeing other parts of the country and the world reminds us that we're part of something much bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's so many varieties of people with different looks, different beliefs, and lots of other differences.
1: You're right. Many of those differences show up in their cultures, laws, and customs. It's really important to be aware of those when you travel. As they say on TV, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Mm -hmm. Also, there are lots of stories involving travelers who were unaware that their actions were offensive or illegal wherever they
0: were. No doubt many of those stories involve Americans. Now, it seems like we've developed a reputation for not being um, sensitive to culture-based differences in other places. It is comforting to have a passport, though, and to be able to rely on the staff at our country's embassy. Mm -hmm. Now, that passport tells the people wherever we travel that our home is in another country, so they know that we're likely just passing through.
1: Life without being a part of a country would be really weird, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: not belonging to some group of people or... Not having support while traveling could be a real problem. I can't imagine just passing through everywhere with no home base. As they say, membership has its
0: privileges. The same is true for the body of believers in Yeshua. In ancient Israel, they had words or classifications to describe people's association with the covenant people. We get an idea of these classifications in the Father's instructions regarding who could eat the Passover.
1: We find these instructions in Exodus 12 I'll read from the King James Version starting at verse 43 and the Lord said unto Moses and Aaron this is the ordinance of the Passover there shall no stranger eat thereof but every man's servant that is bought for money when you have circumcised him then shall he eat of it a foreigner and a hired servant shall not eat thereof in one house shall it be eaten Thou shall not carry out any of the flesh outside of the house, neither shall ye break a bone of it. All of the congregation of Israel shall keep it. And when a stranger shall sojourn with thee, and will keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land. For no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. One law shall be to him that is homeborn and unto the stranger that sojourneth among you. Thus did all the children of Israel. As the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they.
0: This scripture talks about strangers, foreigners, hired servants, sojourners, and native born people. When we look to the Hebrew, we get a more precise understanding of who this scripture is talking about. First, we have the stranger mentioned in verse 43 it says there shall no stranger eat thereof meaning the Passover the Hebrew word translated as stranger here is Nikar it refers to a person owing allegiance to or belonging to a foreign country
1: our modern-day equivalent might be someone with a passport issued by another country where they actually maintain citizenship in this mention of Nikar That person's intentions, motivations, or other characteristics are not mentioned. All they need is to have allegiance to another country. And so far with that, they may not participate in the sacred Passover meal.
0: Next, we have a servant who is bought for money. The implication here is that this servant works for an Israelite who is in covenant and eligible to eat the Passover. The Hebrew word used here is ebed, which usually translates to servant or slave. Now it may be used in conversation between two people of similar status when one is being especially humble or in the sense of a special service assignment like a prophet or a priest. If the male Ibed working for an eligible Israelite is circumcised that Ibed may eat the Passover.
1: Verse 45 continues stating that a foreigner and a hired servant may not eat the Passover. The Hebrew word translated as foreigner is not Nikar from the first example. This time the Hebrew uses Toshav. It means a resident in the same sense as someone temporarily temporarily living in a place. It doesn't matter where they are from. The fact that they are temporarily living near wherever Israel is when Passover comes doesn't entitle them to participate. That goes for this sojourner passing through for a while and any hired worker with that sojourner. The Hebrew word used to identify this hired worker is "sakir." It simply means hired labor.
0: I'm sure there were many people who hung around Israel particularly to do business. These people may not have had an interest in following the Elohim of Israel Maybe they appreciated the code of ethics or the protection and resources that Israelites offered them, like gleaning in the fields and protection against being oppressed. It was their decision to just hang around, enjoying some of the benefits of association, but not the benefits of membership.
1: Verse 48 introduces a different Hebrew word that the King James translates as stranger. The word is ger. It means varying things in scripture. The meaning seems to range between a sojourner and a convert or naturalized Israelite. Exodus 12 starting at verse 48 says, and when a stranger or ger shall sojourn with thee and will keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised and then let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land for no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. One law shall be to him that is homeborn, and unto the stranger, or ger, that sojourns among you.
0: So, in the instructions concerning the Passover, we get direct instruction from Yehovah Elohim on who may partake. We also see different classifications of people in relation to Israel, directly from the Father. Now, let's talk about how we can apply what the Father said. By the way, in our last Erev Shabbat Fellowship, our friend Denise asked a great question about the names Gershon. While pondering the point she raised, this topic came to me like a download from heaven.
1: I love those downloads. Me too. Keep them coming, Abba. Now, let's talk about how we can apply these classifications. Walking in the ways of our Creator is such a blessing, and His ways are to be embraced, treasured, and followed for our good and for His glory. If our listeners ponder and compare these classifications we just mentioned, do any of them describe their walk with Elohim? Are there believers who are sojourners to our Elohim, just passing by the neighborhood? Maybe some are in the area for business, meaning they want some of the benefits of being around Him and His people, but they still wanna be associated with something or someone else.
0: As a young man living in my parents' home, I was accountable to them, and if they went to church, I went to church, and there were no alternative plans. Like one of the servants we read about, my reason for being there was because someone in charge of me was there, so I had to be as well. I've met some church musicians like that, paid workers, who didn't really care to be in the service. Playing in church is just a job, and they're available to whatever church offers the best compensation package and the best situation for them. There are all kinds of people who hover in the circle of the people of Elohim without being a committed part of the body.
1: Daddy, it doesn't have to be that way. I see application to believers who were taught shortcuts when it comes to the covenant of Jehovah Elohim. Because of the teaching they believe, They are hovering around the things of Elohim, but not growing deeper in their walk with Him, as we all should. Let's read from the second chapter of Rabbi Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Starting at verse 11, it says, Remember that, formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcised, which is done in the body by human hands, remember that at that time you were separated from Messiah, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenant of promise without hope and without Elohim in the world.
0: But now in Messiah Yeshua, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Messiah. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. So in other words, because of Yeshua, no one has to live as a stranger and as an alien to the covenants of Elohim. Verse 18 says that through Yeshua, we all have access to the Father by one spirit. Mm-hmm. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with Elohim's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Messiah Yeshua himself as the cornerstone, Amen. the chief cornerstone.
1: All right. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and identify with the people who are aliens to the covenants?
0: Or, would you take the red pill and be grafted into the family with all rights, privileges, and responsibilities that apply? Only you can answer that question. My advice is, don't be a stranger.
1: Well... That's all we have time for today. Listen again and share Red Pill Torah with a friend. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah where
0: you can handle the truth.